Hey folks, this week's episode is brought to you by Encounter Party, an audio adventure podcast featuring six professional voice actors battling through an epic Dungeons & Dragons campaign edited down to focus purely on the story. It is a campaign written by a novelist and playwright, and every episode is fine-tuned by removing all fluff and filler, the opposite of what we do with our <laughs> podcast. So they leave nothing but pure adventure you can enjoy in under an hour, and it's set inside the Magic the Gathering realm of Ravnica, which Patty and Cass said, you could say something about that. And there's not much to say about Ravnica. <laughs> it's where Magic the Gathering is set. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. You could see some Magic the Gathering. You could see a, a Black Lotus, perhaps. Perhaps. You'll have to listen to find out. Or hear about it, at least. Um, <laughs> hear it described to you. Yeah, I listen to some of it. It's very, uh, it's very tight. It's very non-tangenty, which, uh, you know, uh, that, that is, like, like Eli said, the opposite of this. Um, but, uh, yeah, a couple of the people that work on it are fans of the show, so, you know, they have good taste. And uh, they, they think um, that it would be, a, a, you know, something cool to check out. And I, you know, I, yeah, I, I agree. Um, there are two full seasons already available, and there's a third season that's coming out this fall. So if you're interested in this kind of stuff, this is a really good time uh, to get in on Encounter Party. You have some time to catch up, then you'll be all set for the third season. Uh, if you're a fan of fantasy epics and great voice acting, definitely check out Encounter Party. Uh, it's everywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you want more information, you can head over to EncounterParty.com. Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things each week to make you say the thing that's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. <laughs> I'm Eli Uden. Were you not ready? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm Kath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And our fourth guest. I'm sorry. I'm I'm very distracted by the dog. Yeah, I was going to say our special guest. Barking dog outside my window. Our special guest this week is uh, a dog that lives below a do- special guest, a dog that lives below Kath. <laughs> so <laughs> a lonely dog. <laughs> He's. I feel very bad for him. Um, if you are a listener to Lie, Cheat, and Steal, you may uh, already be acquainted with our guest. Um, he's made appearances on there before. Uh, he uh, he loves to he loves to bark. He's just using his voice, and uh, I it's been I was telling Eli and Patty it's been like really bad the last two weeks. Like he's been more barky and like for longer periods of time. And I just want to like leave a note on his owner's door and be like. Please just let me hang out with your dog when he does this because, like, it's ruining my life. And I would do it for free, like, just to get the dog to stop barking. I mean, like, yeah. Free dog sitting to get your dog to shut the fuck up. I would assume get it's because, like, they went, they've, <laughs> they've gone back to work or something. But, yeah, this is one of those so. things that is, I, it's so, like, even, I mean, we've only been experiencing it for five minutes. And it's, like, it's so rapidly even going to go from, like, oh, poor doggy to, like, seething uncontrollable rage <laughs> like yeah. they'll be lucky if you who is a kind person versus someone else in the building just loses their mind because well it, it's like he's lived here a long time <clears throat> like i know this dog bark like it's definitely happened before but the last like week or two it's been when he's been barking it's been like for an hour at a time like yeah this is uninterrupted. Up. this is quite yeah quite severe 
it's it's not great. I, I don't love it. And uh, we yeah. do not. So love- I apologize. I don't know how much of it is getting picked up on my mic because my mic is pretty restricted. But you guys, I know, can hear it on Zoom. We and, can definitely uh, hear yeah. it on Zoom. It's not great. We do not love to hear it. Weirdly <laughs> enough, it's not something you love to hear. Yeah, I. Uh, um, I did. I, did, I put a little extra pep in the uh, intro there, uh, rel- relative to my usual peppiness, which is not peppy. Um, because I, I noticed. Good I, job. I, yeah. I was listening to last week's, and it sounded like I was like one of those like half slowed down videos they do to make Nancy Pelosi <laughs> seem drunk. Like I was like, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Like, why do I? Why am I like this? You do. I feel like that is. It's definitely harder uh, when we are recording remotely. But you do. You sound like you're like dead. Like. <laughs> I, I don't think, know why you are unable to sound peppy in, no, the, in the intro. I, I think it's just the lot, especially when we're not in person. It's the the loss of like the like oh we're recording, and so it's just in the energy of like the same way someone's like the same way we're like oh I'm turning on the Zoom, and you're like and yeah. here's the intro, and okay, like Sound, <laughs> sounding excited is an act out, and I'm not good at act outs. That's yeah, my yeah. that's my problem. I have like a like. Because I don't listen to the show, I listen to it. I forget why I listened to last week. Just the, just the beginning, because I wanted to I maybe confirm what the phrasing was that I used or something for for something. But um, I uh, I was like, wow, this is like Lana Del Rey levels of energy. Like I'm laying <laughs> down while I'm saying it. You know, like just kind of like yeah. it is. It that's a good way to put it. It sounds like you're laying down when you're saying it. <laughs> yeah. Last week I, I think like, was particularly. I'm not good at act outs either, but like the one, I feel like the one thing that I have learned from comedy is how to pretend to be excited for things I'm not excited for. That is like the one, the one act out I can do just from. Like when other people get like get stuff like that. Is that what you mean, or like on shows? <laughs> like when no, your I friend just mean launches like if a web I'm series. Tired. <laughs> What'd you say? Like when your friend launches a web series. <laughs> Check this out. But. No, I just mean like when I'm tired and I don't want to perform and I have to go on stage when I like don't feel good or something. And then I can, you know, fake fake energy and have people think I'm excited to entertain them. Yeah. You you start off with that famous Kath Barbadoro intro. What's up, motherfuckers? It's Kath. Yep. You always get on stage and say that. It's one of my favorite bits of yours. I get on stage and I say, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers, no matter what's going on. Yeah, and you're in your airbrushed jeans <laughs> with a big picture of your own face on them. Kat <laughs> talks about how much she loves sex. I love sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, this guy knows it. Okay, yeah, all right. You can't That's all my that material, bullshit. yeah. Mm. <laughs> Don't rush my nuts. Don't amazing- rush me. Start to a premise is just I love sex. It's like, all right, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's extremely that's powerful. <laughs> that's extremely powerful. Like when when comics are on stage and they're like, I don't do segues. That's like that to the nth level. Just yeah. walk on stage. I like sex. It's like, yeah. I mean, and most comics that do that stink. And Bernie Mac is hilarious. So that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the audience response as soon as you say mm. I love sex. You get a. <laughs> Semi-polite, semi-golf clap. Yeah, so like I love a little sex, more enthusiastic. And then you get the Apollo 13 uh, thing where everyone's cheering in, in Houston and uh, they cut to the family at home and they're all crying on the couch and hugging. And then Ed Harris kind of covers his eyes and sits down, mm-hmm. finally relieved, having saved the day. That's basically it. Movies, when you, when you films, cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I loved the Bernie Mac show. I, Cut I that just, part. I'm out of here. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I love the Bernie Mac show. I'd watch it all the time. It was like, and uh, just looking back, it was, it's so weird because it's like about family too. So it's just Bernie Mac doing one of those, like when they cut to him on the couch, doing like a straight to camera, being like, all right, being a dad is hard. And I'm like 12 years old and I'm like, yes, it is, Bernie. <laughs> tell me, tell me. But. Oh man, that swallow just right into, right into Mike. That yeah, water already. swallow. Yeah, what are you drinking, big man? <laughs> what do you got over there? A big old water. Oh, yeah. A big, <laughs> nice water for the boy. For the slightly hungover boy. Mm-hmm. Gotta hydrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so Eli and I, I just want to give our listeners an update on our current Zoom backgrounds. Eli and I are both in the same Totoro forest. Yes. And uh, Patty is in the Simpsons house, but... It's like oriented weird, and so it's like it's very unnerving. I feel like your Simpsons house background. Yeah, it's like they did the um, like you know it was like Fox put out like a you know free zoom backgrounds or whatever, and it's it's the Simpsons living room, so it's like the couch, and then on one side it's the you know like the dining room door, and the other side it's the it's the kitchen door. Um, so it's like from but like the problem is like that's not how it would look if you were sitting in there. Um, so it looks like. I have my laptop on top of the TV, and I'm sitting in a chair in front of the TV. It's not not very uh, true to form. Um, it's kind of unsettling. Yeah, it's very. Who is, who, is that like Shelby's phone connected to the Zoom <laughs> chair? Like, what, what maybe is it happening? was crystal clear. Is that mine? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I guess I got a text. Let me turn off my notifications. Sorry, everyone. It's very professional. Here. How dare you? Uh, it's okay. I, this podcast has already started with a dog constantly barking in the background. Yeah. I, I don't know how professional we are. It was actually the dog. Being. The dog actually texted me to bark. It just says <laughs> bark. It's kind of weird. Attention. Uh, woof. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's a very like architectural look at the Simpsons house. It's like it feels like I'm being shown the Simpsons house as an option of a house that I could buy. Almost like a lot of space, really nice. And I'm like, this is the Simpsons house. I'm pretty sure that you're showing me that the Simpsons. The Simpsons yeah, the Sim. Who just like quietly like what? Fi- what was the last name of the family that used to live here? Just like who's out of the curiosity. seller? Who's yeah. the seller? <laughs> <laughs> is it a fi- big family? They have a little baby? They love to pacify her, perhaps? Dog and a cat? Hmm? Didn't they didn't they actually build it and like someone got won it in like a sweepstakes? Is am I remembering that right? It was like for one of the one of the milestone episodes or something. That uh, sounds really? right. Like like yeah. like an actual house? Like full yeah. full size? Yeah. Well yeah, it's in like I think it's in like it's in like Nevada or something. Um, I don't know why sense. I'm doing. It. I'm, I don't know why I'm that going. I'm going to ladbible.com is... to get this information. <laughs> yeah. That's like one of the worst um, contests to win is a house because then it's like great. Now I have to pay property taxes. Right. Like and I have to live in the ca- Simpsons house. It can f- financially ruin you to win a house in a contest. They did this in in Austin. They gave away a house, and I remember it being like a whole debacle where yeah. nobody ended up wanting it because it was like, great, this house is valued at like two million dollars, and I don't have that money. So yeah. thanks. And Cars like, too. The thing about the Simpsons house is that like, I mean, the whole thing is that like they're not rich. I mean, like I know Frank Grimes does the whole like you know uh, this place is a palace you know deal, um, and it's nicer than it should be based on whatever he makes. But it's like not like a giant mansion or anything. It's a okay. It's 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 in Henderson, Nevada. So like I guess by is that by Vegas? I think that's by Vegas. And uh, I just assume everything in Nevada is and well Vegas, right because otherwise it's just close nothing. To Vegas. Yeah, uh, but it's like a hundred twenty thousand dollar house. So it's from ni- nineteen ninety seven i guess um 
anyway uh, and and also if you get, if you win the house you have a bunch of people that probably come to see it and that's fun yeah, for you yeah. that's always great <laughs> just having the biggest nerds in the country on your lawn all the time right yeah i mean I, I think i would just immediately sell it and then you have to sell a house which also seems stressful <laughs> right so at least if you at least if you bought and or live in the uh the sex in the city house you live in the west village and have annoying people taking pictures on your stoop as opposed to that's true yeah. in the, the simpsons house uh not I, as not as exotic i feel like the best prize the best way they could do it is that you win and they would just be like we would have built you a simpsons house anyways here's the money like that would be what I want. They'd just be like, "We could have done that. Wouldn't that have been cool?" Anyways, we're not really going to do it because that's insane. So here's one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. That would be nice. I think the dog is it okay? Now I'm worried if it stops barking. It's, like, go check I like, on it. I, I it is a struggle to oh, it's okay participate in this podcast because of the dog. There like, is I'm, there I'm is, sorry. There is an <laughs> there is a, a strong underlying energy of like Kath is about to snap. And I yeah, I'm trying to like mute my uh, mic when I'm not talking so that it doesn't affect you guys. But I remember like a few days ago, I um I recorded the dog barking to like send to somebody to just be like, this is what my house sounds like right now. I'm going crazy, and even just listening to that recording like raised my blood pressure. Yeah. Like when the dog, it's like a because it's a. It barks all the time, so I know it's bark. I know what it sounds like. And like when I hear that dog, I'm immediately like tense because I know it's going to be an hour of hearing this dog. Yeah, it's not and there's like stop. there's like nowhere I think the other bedrooms in my apartment are okay, but there's like no public space in my apartment where you don't hear this dog barking. Like there is absolutely nowhere safe. Gotta get you some nowhere is some safe. Bose quiet comfort or something. <laughs> Start recording yeah. with noise-canceling headphones. <laughs> I mean, maybe I just noticed because I used to not be home as much, but it seems like it's gotten worse. I I should le- I should definitely leave a note for this for this person. Just you're gonna have to leave the saddest note of all time. Be like, hi, I record a podcast, and <laughs> it's actually a large part of my income at this time moment. And your dog <laughs> will not shut the fuck up. <laughs> so. Have well, the dog like, on. At least have. Let's just have it as a guest for real. It can bark straight yeah. into the mic. We can pick it up. I've only seen it like once that I know of because like I saw it leaving its apartment with its owner and it barked at me and I was like, it was you. <laughs> like I knew. <laughs> you dropped your coffee cup and it shattered, <laughs> and you realized that the name was stolen from the bottom of the you know just full usual suspects. Yeah. Uh, what kind yeah. of dog is it? It's small for sure. I feel like it's like a Jack Russell or like one of those fluffy ones. It's like a, a mid-sized curly guy. Like a mid-sized slightly, curly. Yeah, yeah. like and that's slightly poodle-ish. But <laughs> <laughs> starting but yeah. to ordering my fries is mid-size. Hello. Mid-sized curly, please. Yeah, walking into the <laughs> walking into the the checkers dressed as a southern dandy and ordering a mid-sized curly fries. <laughs> Yeah, so he's, I mean, it was a cute dog, and uh, they're, like, I feel bad, like, people have to go to work, I get that you can't, like, pacify your dog all the time, but get somebody to come walk it or something, like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm, it's, well, it's, did they, did, how long have they had it? This is I don't fully, know. I, this is, might as well be number five at this point, is the dog. <laughs> we should, yeah, after this, we should move into it, but... 
they've definitely had it for at least like a year or two. So okay. I've lived in this apartment for three years and I don't remember when I started hearing the dog, but it's definitely been a while. Like they yeah. could they could conceivably have moved in before me. Because I heard that some people like when they, they, they've gotten dogs during quarantine and then the dog is just mm-hmm. like accustomed to someone literally being with them 24 hours a day. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's a it's a middle ground though, where it's like, yeah, I feel bad for the dog, and yeah, you you have to go to work and stuff. But it's like, this is also, you need to like do something for the mental health of your dog because yeah, your dog your dog is clearly very upset, and I live in like a big building, so there are at least there are probably at least fifty people being disrupted by this at any given time, like because it's like my building, and then there's like an air shaft that it is barking into with another really big building next to it. Like there, are, I am certainly not the only person who's uh, currently on edge hearing this dog bark. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's, and you're probably you got, not the only person recording a podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. also also likely considering where I live, mm-hmm. there's probably someone else recording a podcast with this dog barking in the background. That's how somebody's gonna find out. Like you're gonna find out that you live close to somebody you know. <laughs> Because you're you hear the same the dog, dog sound? barking in there. Doxed their by dog bark. <laughs> yeah. Trace the dog. Trace him. Enhance. They're going to do a waveform analysis on him. It's going to be a nightmare. That's a dog, all right. I've done my job. <laughs> all right. Should we get into numbers? His little try throat to... must be ripped to shreds. Horse. This is yeah. constant. How do they not lose yeah. their voice? Can dogs lose their voice? This dog apparently does not because it's it it will go on for a while like it it could conceivably be this entire podcast and I apologize to Shelby who is probably going to have to try to edit some of it or edit oh, around some of it you can't edit around it it's well I mean like when I'm not talking you can cut out my audio which is a pain in the ass oh, okay that might be even more distracting because it's like <laughs> then, then it it's goes like, away you know it's like I don't know what you're probably not supposed to call it chinese water torture anymore but i don't know what you are supposed to call it they're like where people are just like constantly waiting for the next bark you know they're like when is it back i'm just talking (laughs) about the try the the, like the difficulties of listening to this specific episode of the podcast is the subject of this one very very funny if if it turns out the dog is not uh you can't hear the dog like like in the recording (laughs) (laughs) and everyone's like what is this dog i feel like i'm going insane yeah then you're actually gonna have to record it and like post it on patreon (laughs) yeah sign up for patreon to hear the fucking dog that is the bane of this existence I've been watching the like little sound levels uh, on my recorder, and I'm pr- I'm pretty sure you can make him out. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. I would sure. be surprised if you couldn't. <laughs> well, if, yeah. yeah. If you can't, if you don't hear a dog, just imagine a dog, and uh, <laughs> you got it. That's it. Yeah, if you've ever Nailed heard it. a dog before, it's similar. It's quite almost eerily similar to that. <laughs> the thing is, like, if I go down and leave a note. That's like another hour of barking because he's going to be like, someone's outside my door. I need to continue not shutting the fuck up for another hour, you know? Yeah, but maybe if he's barking at the door, it won't be out the window. Maybe you just need to like... That's true. Relocate him. Relocate him. Yeah, like knock on the door so that he comes into the kitchen and it quiets down. (laughs) Oh, boy. You've got a mission ahead of you. This is, he's just saying he's just saying hey over and over again. It's like the yeah. far side. Just the <laughs> translation of dogs is just hey. That's him. Yeah. Oh, uh, what yeah, like one of those what are those like super sappy cartoons that you always see that are like they're like 
when your dog barks, what he's saying is I miss you or something. And I think it's supposed to make people cry or whatever. And it's always just like, shut up. It's a dog. <laughs> he's probably saying, hey. It's like, he's saying I don't hey. know. Yeah. He's just saying, hey. Should we do numbers? Yes. Number Degrees. five. Okay. Uh, number five is uh, a story from Hollywood, Los Angeles. Wow. The... What do they call it? La La Land. Mm, um, Holly Weird. You know, Holly Weird out there. Uh, and it is, if I may say so myself, a pretty Holly Weird story. Wow. Um, this is uh, comes to us from specifically from LAX, where apparently earlier this week, um, pilots reported seeing uh, a man flying with a jetpack about 300 yards from uh, these commercial flights that were landing um, in their last like 3,000 feet of descent, they were seeing um, a dude in a jetpack just flying around LAX. And uh, obviously, this is uh, perhaps a, a safety a safety issue. Um, multiple pilots were reporting it. There doesn't seem to be any footage of it, but like a bunch of people saw it. Hmm. So it is currently an unsolved mystery. They don't know who it was or why they were doing this. Um but yeah, a, a bunch of a bunch of pilots saw it. There are some hypotheses that um, it may have been a mannequin attached to a drone, but that hypothesis comes from people on the ground, and uh, the pilots are like, "We know what we saw." Like they're very adamant that this was a person. That's way more unlikely than it's just a guy with a jetpack. I feel like that it's a mannequin attached to a drone. This is a real Occam's razor situation. It's like it's probably just a jetpack guy. Like Well, there's like the reasons they think it might not be a jetpack guy are that jetpacks are extremely loud and nobody uh reported like hearing anything and drones are pretty quiet. So they're like maybe it could be a drone cuz like we don't hear it. Um Also, like, do we have like someone- are there reliable jetpacks that like you would go 3000 feet up like I mean, that people just have? Are there really Three- that are they that? 3,000, well, I guess not. But yeah, I was about to say, isn't it crazy that there are jetpacks now, but they just suck? Not only are there jetpacks, um, the article I'm reading has a quote from a jetpack pilot yeah. uh, who has denied. She's like, it wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> I promise it wasn't me, but I will give you a quote for this story. And she says that jetpacks could go up to 18,000 feet high. That seems like, stupid. <laughs> yeah. I, no one does it, yeah. but they can technically It's do like that. a Vespa. It's like, I, you can take it on the highway. You should Right, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I think jetpacks, yeah, you know, ever since that great video of the guy who's like, here we go, and then he goes straight into a lake, like, they, they're around. The they're best. just like, I think they're just like prohibitively expensive, mm-hmm. and I think they're like so complicated that you, like, they're not consumer ready, you know, like, you need to like do upkeep and stuff. I think that's the other reason why they think it might not have been a jetpack is because like there are <laughs> there are very few jetpacks in the world. Right? Wouldn't you have like a like, list of who it could have been? Yeah, right? yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You're on a list of jetpack guys. <laughs> <laughs> Government's tracking you your movements. You should. I mean, if you are in the position to buy a jetpack for personal use, like I'm fine with your civil liberties being compromised. You should be on a list. People should people should know who you are. Yeah, I mean. I will say, if you have a jetpack, if I had a jetpack, the number one place I would not fly it is near an airport. That's right. That's yeah. Just seems like a wildly way to dangerous. Get chopped up. Seems Media like a good way to get... of going <laughs> going directly into an engine. Just yeah. 
Like, ah. Flying directly at it. Just I'm flying. Like, Amazing. It's like I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> <and you're> just, <laughs> yeah. Feathers still come out, even though no one knows why. It's just still feathers. Yeah. Yeah, just, just yeah. Anytime you anything gets sucked into a jet engine, just its feathers come that's out. That's a Sully happens eagle. again, but everyone's pissed off instead of you know impressed. It's like, oh, come on, who's this asshole? Jesus Christ, yeah. the jetpack guy. Remember when that was like when when uh, Trump was still just like Kath? I think you moved your camera, but it looked like you full on fell over. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, <laughs> Kath tipped over. <laughs> When Trump, no, I just moved my laptop, but that's very funny to be like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> just when, act like I when he was still just like saying norm, you know, like not like terrifying weird stuff, and he had like a weird thing for a while that he was like, we need to get rid of windmills because they keep killing eagle bald eagles. Yeah, oh, man. I don't remember that those, one. Those were the days, huh? And I, mean, and I think like everything bad. else, that's traced back to like some kind of weird fight he had as a developer in like the Scotland golf course area or something. Mm-hmm. I think it was like they want to put these wind turbines and they're going to ruin the views of the golf course. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's great. We love it. Yeah, this love is, that that guy makes policy now. It's good. Yeah. Uh, this story really changes things for the, sure. the band. We were we were promised jetpacks. Um, now it's kind of it's you know in my oh, mind God. it's come to fruition. You know, which is which is nice. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's how you know your your band has been around too long, and you need to break up. Is if you're if you named it that, and then you still exist when jetpacks are available. Like it's time to hang it up. Yeah, that'd be like yeah, like 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 if we had f- actual flying cars. It's like, well, all right, that's it. Uh, I'm guess, glad uh, that I'm glad that era is over of the band names that are full sentences. No, thank you. Yeah, it was not great. Yeah, like, not... What was the classic Godspeed, you Black Emperor? If somebody yep. told me to check that out, I, I like said no before they finished the name of the band. They're like, you should I... check out Godspeed, you Black. I'm like, no. no that no, one's no. tough because there's an exclamation point in the middle of the sentence. That one was tough for me. Yeah. Oh, I, I like them as a band, but uh, it is it is hard to get over that name. I feel like my... Panic at the Disco my... had that too, right? They were like, yes, Panic they did. at the Disco. That's right, they did. Mm-hmm. I think the worst example of this is, and you will know us by the Trail of Dead. That's like the worst. See, that's a cool gone. name to me. No, it's not cool. No. It's too long. We take a vote. It's not cool. <laughs> they, I, I, I mean, come on. If they were like a metal band, wouldn't that be? Cool? I feel like that would be you maybe, know, like, but they're not a metal law. band. It's they're like law. a bunch of. They're a bunch of like indie like prog dorks. Like they're not. If they were a metal band, I would maybe be able to see it. But even then, it's like name your album that. Don't name your every, band that. Every every band with a long name at all has like the name always has the energy of someone trying to get me to like sit down to listen to the band. You know, like they're like, <laughs> yeah, they're like here, yeah, take yeah. a seat. It's like no, fuck off. Like every band should be called the Blanks. And yeah. Blanks should just be <laughs> a different noun. That's it. Yeah, choose no. a noun. And make your music. <laughs> the hives, yeah. the vines, okay? That's where it, it yeah. should have been. We're going to run out of words. The Beatles. I'm sorry. Yeah. Every band should be called The Beatles, all right? There's maybe metal throw, Beatles. Maybe, there's maybe you throw a Beatles. pun in there. Yeah, exactly. I, I I would listen to a band called The Metal Beatles. That would be very funny to me. <laughs> I think it would just be really. Like, I would almost. I mean, I guess that's basically Eagles of Death Metal. Like, that's their name oh, is bad that now. joke. I'm going to go watch out. Yeah, but that's the joke of their name, which is like pretty funny to me. Yeah. I never listened to them, but like, yeah, the Metal Beatles, I'd listen to that. They're band. a good band, but they had a weird because they got there was that attack, there was a terrorist attack on their concert, and then, right, that was them in France. Yeah, and then the the lead singer went hardcore like like Chud after that. He's like, oh, really? he's, like a, he's an alt right guy now. He went. Oh he wow, lost his mind. 
But yeah, good band up until then. Fun, fun stuff. <laughs> Stuff. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have any musical ability really, but I do kind of just want to start a band now called the Beatles again, spelled the same. The Beatles, even with the the Beatles too. No, just the Beatles with B E A T. Just the worst SEO ever imagined. Imp- it's impossible to find our music. <laughs> Spotify well, you won't get, carry you'd it. You probably get a cease and desist. I mean, yeah, you get like guess. instantly sued. I think. I think the only way you could do it is if you legally, ch- if you and like the rest of the band all cha- legally change your last name to Beetle. Like it's worth it to <laughs> me. Then you could be the Beatles, <laughs> like the like the Ramones. Only I don't think they actually legally change their names. I think they just um, yeah. I can't imagine the Ramones doing that paperwork. I yeah. just I, I don't see them engaging with that bureaucracy. I, I went on this I went on this weird like YouTube thing. I started off like I forget why I was going through Misfit stuff. Then I went I was reading about Jerry Only for whatever reason, and then oh, I, yeah. I found a a 2003 interview with like that that incarnation of, of Misfits. Um, interview with Narduar, and it's Jerry Only, Des Kadena from uh, Black Flag, and Marky Ramone were the misfits, which is insane to me. I don't think I even knew this existed. And they're just like, Jerry Only's like talking about grilling after the Warp Tour and stuff, and then talking <laughs> yeah. about how like Fat Mike from No FX wanted him to go golfing at 7 a.m. And then Marky Ramone is just Marky, Marky Ramone just leans in and goes, "Punk rockers don't go golfing" or something like that. And it's like. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, wow, this is insane that I'm watching this. Uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's important to like control the flow of like footage of like punk rockers and stuff because it's like you can't. You know, it's like that picture of Danzig carrying a bunch of kitty litter. It's just like, right. oh right, you do do that, I guess. Also, yeah, and, like, I, yeah, and like uh, Jerry only is shirtless with the devil lock and the eye makeup, and he's just like a guy, a nice, like a friendly guy it. from Jersey. It's so funny that they're like, this is called the devil lock, and it's this literal stupidest hair in the world. And he's like, it's called the devil lock. And it's like, you look like you got out of a rainstorm. This is crazy. Actually, it's actually it's cool. Thank you. Oh, okay. I think it's cool. But I, uh, I did a festival the year after Danzig was supposed to headline it, and he refused to play because they didn't respect his rider. And uh, I don't remember the entire rider, but I do remember that he demanded French onion soup. And uh, <laughs> they, they didn't have any, which I really a man after Patty's heart. Like this is this is on the what a time yeah. to be alive rider. No question. They didn't have any. Served Why a man's they? skull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so bags they didn't have French soup. onion Big soup. Of soup. <laughs> soup for my family. So he refused. He refused to play. And then I did the festival the next year, uh, not headlining naturally. And uh, at the at the like catering tent uh, for people on the festival, there was a big crock pot of French onion soup that was like it's just had a little plaque on it that said like for Glenn Danzig only. <laughs> and, uh, it it really made me laugh. Yeah. It was really good. He's just angrily screaming, "Where is my soup? <laughs> soup, 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 yeah. soup, soup." Danzig suffers from that, and then it's like it is never not funny for Danzig to do anything because he's yeah. right. Any normal activity, he's not good just... at it either. Like he's pretty bad at not being funny. Like, do you remember? <laughs> I, that... I don't know. He's he's funny without trying for sure. Also, adding to all this is the fact that he's five foot three. Like that. that <laughs> right, he's a just. tiny little man. <laughs> but he's so thick too. He's like. It's like one of those He's weird things big. where it's like, I bet it would, I bet I would look less funny if I got really buff, and everyone's like, nope, this is way funnier. 
<laughs> I I think that's like one of the best looks is just like a tiny little buff man. I think it's the I think it's awesome. Like there are some wrestlers I like that are like that. There's this guy in in New Japan called named Taiji Ishimori who is legitimately like five three. Like he's just the tiniest little man, and he he looks like an action figure. Yeah. Like he's so he has that body where he's so ripped he can't fully put his arms at his sides. Oh but he's 5'3". Like, it's insane. And it's so good. That's, I just, that's I think the, that's that, the best way to do it. That's basically trips. like homie looking like a final boss size. From that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll send you guys a picture of him. But homie not looking like a final boss. Homie looking like, uh, like, like an assistant to the final boss. You know, like a little like side boss that does like a magic attack every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Also, just dancing like the greatest thing I can I always I think about it all the time like when his account got hacked on something and then instead of just like getting it back and being like my account got hacked he posted this thing and he was like my account got hacked and I want to make sure everybody knows that I and there's a list of stuff that the hacker said he did and one of them is he goes specifically he goes and I do not eat my own cum and I was like <laughs> just don't mention that like yeah, you could just be like, I got hacked. All of that stuff is bullshit. He's like, no, I need specifically yeah. for people to know. <laughs> well, I'm not snacking down or whatever you're going to call it to be truly I, disgusting. Probably not it. that. I'm. Th- they probably don't call it that. Snacking down? Probably not. Okay. Well, if you say so. <laughs> oh. Well, Look, uh, I good luck to clear, this. I'm pro, I'm pro Danzig. I think it's uh, he is he's a wonderful, truly unique uh, individual. Oh, yeah. He's a I, gift. Credit where credit's due. He's a delight. Like I said, I love a short, little, thick man. I think it's great. Give the Thumbs man his soup. Him. Give him his soup. If I no. ever met him, Give him I feel like he punched me in the stomach. I want my soup. <laughs> I need my soup. <laughs> All right. Should we move on? Yeah, sure. Soup. Number five. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Shelby was fired up to get that last drop in. Uh, all right, number four uh, comes to us from Wet Bigfoots in the Discord. Um, this is a uh, okay. Well, um, the, the headline here on the Guardian, uh, but it's a uh, snakes on a plate. Australian man shocked after massive serpents crash through kitchen ceiling. <laughs> so um, uh, I guess this like this guy was just. I guess sitting in the kitchen or having a cup of tea and uh he found two carpet snakes fell on the kitchen floor uh f- like onto his kitchen floor like through the two ceiling. Two carpet snakes? More Carp- like two tile snakes. Two linoleum snakes. That's right. Yeah. Uh and uh they immediately slithered away to the bedroom and living room, which is not what you want. I mean, if you get snakes, you want to keep them in an area that you know, you want to coordinate cordon the area off. They immediately mm. went for the uh the bed. But um, how do you coordinate then, off? They'll slither right past those, you know, right past those. Well, yeah, if you have like saloon, if you have like a saloon door kitchen situation, you're mm-hmm. screwed. But if you have like an actual door, you know, um, I'm, just, I'm, I'm very much enjoying the idea of someone putting down a couple stakes with like a rope fence. And we're like, yeah. be careful, snake inside. It's just empty, yeah. clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a, a pylon. <laughs> yeah. And it's just the snake like curling around the pylon and then going past We've it. We've trapped him. <laughs> so this, uh, they they called a, a snake catcher as one does I guess, um, and the two snakes were both male and appeared to be fighting over a third female snake. So fellas, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, 
They were some of, quote-unquote, the biggest and fattest he'd ever seen. <laughs> so the so lady snake was just like, he touched my butt. What are you going to do about it? Are you right. going to defend me? Just, like, talk to the other snake yeah. into it. Just a picture of a snake. This man sla- slaps your girl's ass at the club. W-I-D. <laughs> W-I-D. <laughs> I'll crash through a kitchen ceiling. Yeah. That's W-I-D. A, a That's W-I-D. W- <laughs> a fat snake and a slightly longer fat snake just going after each other. Yeah. Um, so one was 2.8 meters, which is, a, what, around like nine feet, and the other one was two and a half meters, so a little bit less than that. I don't care enough to do the yeah. uh, actual translation. That's too, that's a too big. That's a too it's big too, snake too big for, for my me. house. Yeah. Both snakes, Don't were, want there. both snakes were wearing tank tops. They're go getting buck wild. I mean, you know, Australia's like, look, Australia seems like a cool. I've never been to Australia. It seems like a very cool place. The people there seem to be very chill. <laughs> but uh, man, there are just nightmare animals everywhere. Uh, like the yeah, spiders it seems and like bugs. A, uh, no thanks. It seems like a place people shouldn't live. Like, <laughs> we, <laughs> I mean. I, it just seems like very hostile to human life in a way where it's like we maybe we should just shouldn't have have people there. Yeah. Like we don't we don't need to have people there. Um, that's the sound it's full of, of like extremely poisonous bugs and and creatures that want to kill you and yeah. snakes crashing through your ceiling. I, I, so, for, I forgot that Australia was like the old thing of like the English sending convicts there was like real <laughs> until I was I've been watching the show Murder Maps and it's just like old British murders. And that was one of them at the end. It was like a horrific serial killer. And then at the end, and they were like, shall we send him to Australia? And it's like, what? <laughs> what? I think Put you him... mentioned this on the, I on the last podcast. On, yeah, I, I just was like, <laughs> why are you just... That seems harder than just putting him in regular jail. Like, why go through this? But, yeah. Uh, so the, uh, uh, like, in the, like, in the side, like, suggested stories here on the guardian is python swallows family's pet cat hole in queensland it's like it's like okay this is just not a like this entire area shut it down they have a whole section of their newspapers that are like snake news snake and news. it's just it's all the updates about snake activities going out in my thong sandals to pick up today's copy of snake news <laughs> this is snake news in today's so, snake news there's more the cape multiplying just some <laughs> some important updates here from uh, I guess they did like a side interview with a different snake catcher. Um, I guess who's their like their their uh, their like a pundit snake catcher? This guy named Raymond, right. Raymond Hoser, a frequent <laughs> contributor to Snake News. Yeah. Right, uh, he's a snake catcher in Melbourne. Uh, warns that people will be crossing more snakes in the coming weeks. Yeah, probably. People, they live in Australia. <laughs> well, people are at home and they're not out and about, so we've got a perfect storm where people will see more snakes, which is not what you want to hear. That's so what what he's saying is that people are just gonna see like usually you're out of your house yeah. and the snakes are in your house they're and you kinda, don't see them. Right. They're just kinda yeah. curled up on your pillow or whatever. Right. And then they leave before you get home. And then they go down the toilet. Right. Uh, Back only down the to toilet. Yeah. Right. To prepare to strike when you least expect it. Yeah. Uh, he says uh, that snakes could be dangerous. This, this sounds a little bit maybe like he's, he's making sure people call him for a, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's somewhat altruistic, but also this would benefit him as a snake catcher. Warn that snakes could be dangerous and not to deal with them without professional help. If you see a snake, don't go near it. Nine times out of ten, if they're in your garden, they're passing through. If you get bitten, bandage on your arm straight to hospital. Without treatment, you're likely to die. Without treatment, you probably won't die. It's like, all right, man. Uh, <laughs> sending a pretty grim uh uh odds here um 
I want to know more about that one time out of ten when they're not passing through. What what is right? What are they up to? Yeah, uh, they want your wallet. Um, it's not clear what. Um, so yeah. I like that too because it makes it sound like the snakes are like commuting somewhere. Like they have a, a, a distinct destination. Yeah, they're dragging they're a, suit, through. a briefcase behind them. Yeah, filled with more. That's snakes. another part of the snake news is they report on the traffic, the yeah. commute traffic. Also, yeah. through good, the gardens. Good bit for snake news is snake news, but the anchor gets replaced after every commercial break because the last one got bit by a snake. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling like he was bit by a snake. <laughs> this is Until finally, yeah, yeah. The last anchor is just a snake in a suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they've all been they've, taken over, they've taken over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a few more from the bottom here related stories. That was a sidebar one. This is the bottom now of the page um, from the bottom stories, go, just like Drake. <laughs> don't go near it COVID-19 lockdown leads to deadly snake booms there's an independent story about that and there's <laughs> good good quote in the headline don't go near yeah, it that's, Just that's right really tells you all you need First, to know yeah. don't go near it now that we've got that out of the way <laughs> um, let's see uh, boa constrictor at large in western Sydney after a huge snake skin found um, Australian man bitten by taipan snake dies after six days in hospital uh Venomous tropical sea snakes wash up on Australian beaches after storms. Come on, man. They have, like, they got sea snakes. They got carpet snakes. They got, they probably have, like, tactical air snakes or some shit. The sea snakes have adapted to living outside the sea, and they are now taking over (laughs) the beach. There's those Um, snakes that can flatten their ribcage and fly. Those fucking things. They're coming through. Yeah. Um, Okay, there's there's two more here that are not snake-related, or one more at least. Cassowary Ruthie relocated after trying to break into elderly man's home. Now, cassowaries are those terrifying yeah, giant they're birds. Birds that can kill you. Uh, <laughs> they have huge talons. Every animal in Australia is just like trying to get into people's houses, it seems like. like they really want to be in your home. If you if you mess around in Australia, you're looking at either you're going to get die of some kind of poison or you're going to get disemboweled. That's pretty much the deal. Uh, so stay in your house. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's Don't ho- go near it. Hopefully good enough. Don't go near it. Yeah. <laughs> I would never. It's it's amazing that anyone in Australia wears sandals. I would just be. Con- I'd be like, I need running shoes. I need to be able yeah. to fucking sprint. At any I need. I need steel-toed boots so that these snakes don't bite my little toes off. Yeah, my little toes. <laughs> little toes. <laughs> you think? Wait, hold on. Let's 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 go on what Kath thinks snakes do, which is <laughs> bite, bite off toes. people's toes. <laughs> bite off my little toes. I'm scared of it. <laughs> no, I just feel like you get like bugs like to bite feet. Like, I just feel like animals really like to fuck with your feet. Yeah. I want to protect them. Animals are animals pounding on a c- computer keyboard trying to get to wiki feet. They can't understand yeah. how. <laughs> it's real. It's a real tragedy of nature that they can't access wiki feet. Mm-hmm. Shall we do number three? Let's do it. Yeah. Number three. Um, number three is I have I have some very mixed feelings about this story. Um, this was sent to us by Jackpedia, uh, also the designer of our new T-shirt, which you can get on T Public, uh, which is currently having a sale. So I think today, the day this comes out, is the last day of the sale. So yeah, it's get late. Your... luckily tomorrow is the first day of the new sale. So it's, it's... Not. <laughs> <laughs> it's very nice. <laughs> But yeah, it's a uh, thirteen dollars. Uh, the what is it? I I'm from Massachusetts. I worship an elder ocean god, and I love Duncan or something like that. Something it's to good. that, yeah, something to that. I I bought one. I'm I'm. They're pretty great. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, the Jackpedia designed that and he sent us the story. Uh, the story is about uh, a startup company um, that is in the alternative meat sphere, I guess. Really a terrible uh, word choice by me. Alternative meat sphere. Thumbs down to that. Yeah. Very unappetizing. Um, That's just a meatball, yeah. I think. <laughs> well, it's a it's a Beyond Meatball because mm-hmm. it's an alternative. It's a black meat bean sphere. meatball. Just a yeah, <laughs> bunch of black beans pulped up. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but yeah, this this startup has three uh, D printed a steak, a plant based steak. Uh, it looks kind of like a steak. It looks like somebody. Um, do you know? Do you know what it, like an intarsia sweater is? Mm-hmm. Do you know? It, it looks like somebody like made an intarsia sweater with a steak on it. Like that's kind of what it looks like to me. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna put to a, know what that is. It's the, I feel like you'll know what it is when you see the steak. It's any of the the sweaters with the design knitting and knitted into it, and sort of a cross stitchy sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is it intarsia? I always said intarsia. I felt I, I must be a fool. I've looked. Like no, knitted. you're probably right. Um, I've been calling her Crandall. but yeah so this steak um it's it's 3d printed out of plant protein and the big innovation is they're trying to get the texture right because like a lot of these alternative meat like you know beyond meat and stuff it's they can they can approximate the taste relatively well but they can't really do the texture so that's what this is trying to do um and so they have like a 3D printing fat, a 3D printed blood, and a 3D printed muscle, and they put them all together. And uh, I like it. It is really unsettling looking. Yeah. They ha- have a picture of it being grilled, and it looks like a little Ugh. less creepy. Um, but yeah, it kind of looks like a dog chew treat. Yeah, it looks like know? it looks like a plushie. It looks like a you'd buy it on Etsy, and it would be like you know a plushy steak. That's like a funny little toy the craziest thing about it is like the way that the 3d printing works it it prints out like little like squirts of this stuff so it it, like i'm trying to send you guys a picture of it in its like rough form and it just looks like a a pile of licorice or something it's like really weird yeah i did this is like like something's finally dethroned sausage for something you don't want to see get made though i love imagining (laughs) basically like a meat grinder that is hooked up to like to a CNC and it's just like like ground meat just like in the shapes you put <laughs> in. yeah <laughs> yeah um that reminds me when i first uh started started my job um that i still have but i'm now doing from home one of the uh i like got i i run some like social media accounts and i was working at an art school so i took a picture of um, a 3D printer that was in the process of 3D printing. I did like a little Instagram boomerang. Mm. And then as soon as I posted it, I was like, oh, someone's 3D printing a dick and balls. <laughs> like, that's what this is. This is definitely... Because I work at like a college and it was like yeah. absolutely just a college kid using the three the free 3D printer to print a dick and balls. And I like put it on all of our social media yeah. accounts. And then was like, whoops, sorry. <laughs> Look, dildos are expensive on a college budget. It's sometimes simpler to simply print your own. I wonder if it was their dick and balls. That would be crazy. I don't think so because it was like, it was pretty, um, 
I, I would say it would be like it would be like if there were a dick and balls emoji. Like it was a very, very uh, cartoonish symbol symbolic representation as opposed to like a realistic mm-hmm. uh, dick and balls. But I don't know. It was early in the printing process, so maybe, maybe like later. Looks, maybe somebody's looks like that. You don't know. Yeah. Man, that would be wild. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. It's just like that. That's such a a mixed blessing because it's like you have like a completely textbook, right? It's canonical, normal dick. It's a canonical dick, but it's like perfectly smooth. Like that's very strange. (laughs) Looks like a really fat, like a quick, like uh, you know, cocktail napkin drawing. That's what it looks like. (laughs) Yeah. It's just I have two perfectly spherical balls on either side of my dick yeah. and, and just a completely smooth, uniform uh, ding dong. Did you guys it's know that not great. My, Michelangelo's David, when it was originally sculpted, it had a it was he was hard. And then they were like, get this. Get rid of this. Why would you do this? Really? No, I'm making that up. But it's funny oh, to imagine. Man. I got so excited. Oh, like, I was like, that's. <laughs> That would be wonderful. Michael was like, if- I'm a fiend. Come on, Luke. They're like, why is he hard? He's like, I think I like it that way. And they're like, no, 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 no. Wow. Chop it off. I wonder if there was some like Renaissance artist who like really wanted to revolutionize uh, the marble sculpture game and was just like, I know. I'll make them all hard. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, no, thank you. Jesus. We do not like this innovation. This sculptor is famous for his specific style of making everyone hard this one the sculptures <laughs> are always erect if you notice yeah. if you look at the bottom of the sculptures those are ones that get uh, mega smashed off and replaced by fig leaves yeah, yeah. Those are. <laughs> yeah. that one I would support well, like- that one everyone, everyone's like this censorship is bad but except for the one guy that's been doing the hard sculptures yeah get rid of those we like that you it's got like rid of that. An- all of those like sculptures from antiquity where the all the noses get smashed off and it's just like <laughs> the nose and the dick those are the two things you yeah. lose uh they're just too prominent they stick out too much yeah they're trying, wanna... to, like, they're trying to go under like a like a laser beam like to get into like a, a breaking a new museum or something and they both get yeah. sliced off a, a giant a giant windstorm in egypt reveals the sphinx's massive hog <laughs> <laughs> been underground for years <laughs> It was like in the crypt. Like yeah. It's like part of. The... It's in the crypt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's inside. If you go down there, yeah, it's like a dog's. Yeah, there's. Like... Well, yeah. I mean, this the Sphinx is part cat, so it has like a weird cat dick. Okay, that's like in. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, sorry, man. Actually, that would that would be very funny if like the lost origin of the Sphinx was like it has the head of a human, the body of a cat, and the also the dick of a human. <laughs> Both of those things, but in the style of a cat, like like a cat. <laughs> I just can't imagine because you know how animals. Somebody is like. I feel like the dog stopped barking and then we just made it worse than the dog barking is what we're talking about. <laughs> but like, you know, because the dog is still barking. Don't you know worry. How... We've been recording for 50 minutes and it has been barking the yeah. entire time. Well, I, I, you're familiar with how animal animal penises work. I can't stop Hello, imagining the, the sphinx getting hard and it's just that sound of like a crypt door opening. It's like that low rumbling. <laughs> it's like <laughs> just, like the red rocket coming out. Oh. Why Why isn't that in the mummy? I feel like that would be very scary. It's the only yeah. way they could improve it. <laughs> That's why the mummy's so mad. And 99% of the way to perfect. That's, uh, you know. Yeah, the mummy's dick <laughs> fell off, and that's why he's so, he's so that's- cross. Yeah, that's the that's the last part. Like like you know, he, like he gets like reassembled and he looks more and more mm-hmm. like a person, and you can't tell 
But the last thing he has to get is a dick. There's a dick just somewhere mm-hmm. that he has to get out of one of the jars. Return the dick. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like a vampire ghost. I'm like, <laughs> it's the Courage of Cowardly Dog. Ramses. Oh, yes. Return the slap. Return my dick. Anyways. What were we talking about? Oh, no yeah, steak. Steak. 3D steak. <laughs> 3D printed steak. <laughs> Seems about right. Yeah, um, it's gross. I... Uh, I, like, I feel like this kind of stuff is really interesting, and it does actually have like some um, potentially like beneficial uses for society to have like other cheaply uh, accessible forms of meat alternatives and stuff. But it's like I don't think that that it's going to be three D printing. Like, there's no way that's going to be like better for the environment than raising cattle <laughs> like, it's also right? not well it's also not like it's not a replacement that said on in the article like they they can do like a certain number of pounds a day and like the like 50 pounds a day and the, like like slaughterhouses are doing like like <laughs> hundreds of, of hundreds uh, hundreds of thousands of cows each of which is hundreds yeah, well, of pounds of each, meat a day. each right. cow is heavy as fuck and it's easy uh, you know yeah their goal their Oregon goal is trail. to have i've got 500 <laughs> fucking pounds of buffalo meat it's easy their goal is to have each one of their mach- machines producing one cow's worth of 3D printed steaks a day. Yeah. So, like, I can see if they're able to do that, maybe this would work out. But I feel like I feel like it's probably not going to be the way, especially because they're, like, um, their first client. They're going to sell these to fancy restaurants uh, very soon. Yeah. It's, it so is you cool can to... eat gross, weird, fake steak for presumably, like, a hundred dollars at yeah. some fancy restaurant. Yeah, it, it's it's cool that we're getting closer, like you know, baby steps to uh, like the putting a pill on a plate in a microwave or whatever type future, yeah. where it just it becomes like a steak dinner. That's that's yeah. nice to me. Just hydrators go full yeah. on, or uh, or Fifth Element with the with the chicken. You know, where it's just yeah. like, it's just like a little yeah. That's yeah. Well, that, that's where that, I want to be. That's what I'm saving up for to get to buy a 3D steak printer for my house. So I can have as much <laughs> fake steak as I as I can eat. Yep. You want you're gonna get a 3D steak printer for your house, and you're gonna cook it in your uh, Easy Bake special meal oven. My convection oven. My you'll lovely, have it with Soylent. My lovely, extremely useful, great purchase. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Shall we? Number two. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Number two. It's number two uh, comes to us from NC Hammer three two six in the Discord. Uh, this one, um, this one's just kind of a bummer. Uh, it's a it's an Great. inspiring story. Uh, <laughs> Great story selection, exactly what we need. Uh, no, this is a a, a, a man um, from uh, I guess a, a town in uh, about looks like about a thousand kilometers away from Tokyo. A Japanese man living in Kyushu. Uh, stole a bicycle and rode um, something like, yeah, almost a thousand kilometers to go see Tokyo. About, that's about 600 miles, 621 miles, um, all the way to Tokyo to go to Tokyo, you know, uh, for the first time. He'd never seen it before. How and old is he? He is. Do you say he's old? 100. He's in, I believe he's in his 50s. Uh, oh, okay. 50, 53. <laughs> um, and, uh, he uh, he said, I- "I'm from a remote, remote island and had never been to Tokyo, so I wanted to see it. And the bike is—it pro- looks like the bike cost around a hundred bucks. Um, 
and he stole the bike so you know no, is fair it, enough not it, you know uh, when but I saw yeah, picture, anyway is it like a it looked like a city bike like one of those sort of like rental bikes it's a regular it, person's bike it's a yeah it says it's a it's a it's an everyday bicycle used by school students and mothers running errands um upright seating stuff yeah it, it's not like a it's that's not like, like yeah. a description of a bicycle but it's yeah. not a description of that specific bicycle yeah, it's like like who owned it it's like, uh, i know what a bicycle on is and then the wheels <laughs> you do the pedals i think it's like i mean like it's what you think of when you think of like a bike it's not like a mountain bike it's not like a racing bike it's just like a bike it has like an upright you know seat you're not you're, you're not like pedaling hard leaning mm-hmm. forward it has a, right, a it's, basket in the front it is interesting that it is like not a bike designed to ride 621 miles. Right. That's for sure. But um, I'm still wondering like who is who is the victim in this theft, you know? So he so he he still he, he started walking to Tokyo and he eventually I guess uh stole the bike cuz walking was difficult, which is probably true. Fair. Um, How many miles would you get on that trip before you stole a bike? Yeah, I, I would never leave. I don't know. I would just be home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he like, wouldn't go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he uh, he 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 got to this uh, resort town, um, not too far outside Tokyo, uh, and police thought he looked suspicious when they spotted him pushing the bike up a slope with an umbrella hooked on, which they thought was odd for a sunny day that was ninety five degrees, and uh, then it stopped him for questioning. So he's about. It was 87 miles south of Tokyo, so he was... Excuse me, sir, why are you prepared for weather? Yeah, that, that's not even that weird, I feel like. It, it's not that weird. 87 kilometers. Um, Maybe it's a parasol. Away from Tokyo? Yeah. <laughs> so that's about, what, like 50 miles? I, I can't do... It. Yeah, 55 yeah. miles. So, he, so he, he, got, he got 621 miles away from his home, 50 miles away from Tokyo. He's almost there, and he gets, and he he gets, gets busted. Yep. Uh, you know, at that point, you know, just just let him just take him for a little, you know, get get him into Tokyo. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I said this is this is exactly what they should have done. They should have known that you set up a barricade 2 feet into Tokyo. You got to let him cross the finish line. You got to let right. him get in there. Just track his his movements. He apparently shouldn't be hard to find cuz he's riding around with an umbrella on his bike like Studio Ghibli ass. Yeah. Like whimsical bike man like you're gonna you're gonna find him i like that this bike theft has crossed jurisdictions like the 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 original neighborhood police are gonna get a call from like you know however many thousand kilometers away that's like hey we we think we have a case that you may be dealing with of a stolen bicycle yes that's that's why he gets away with it for so long is because these jurisdictions can't get together. Right. It's like the and, Golden State uh, coordinate. Killer. Exactly. <laughs> or the Zodiac. He's fucking Zodiac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like he, he uh, like I'm, I'm picturing like a, yeah, like a roadblock set up on like the bridge in like to cross into Tokyo. And it's just like he like rides up and like jumps over all the cop cars on the bike, like e, like E.T. Yeah. slash gun 60 seconds style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we yeah, absolutely so, need a, a whimsical movie about this man. Perhaps yeah. we we were talking about this uh, the other week with the uh, the Monkey Patrol ladies. I feel like this is yet another busters. movie that will be the Monkey Busters. Yeah, this will be yet another story that will be Hollywoodized, and like they'll cast like a young white guy to play him. Just Tom Hanks again. You know? Forrest, it'll, it's just yeah, Forrest it'll be like Gump the Terminal. Too. It's Forrest Gump too. He's on the <laughs> bike. Was, I was thinking the terminal, but also Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's both. 
Yeah, it'll be like, it'll be like Jack Quaid from from the boys or something. It's like this well, it's fifty three year old Japanese okay, well, I guess that's <laughs> whitewashing the tale guy. of the the Japanese bike thief. Yeah. Um so yeah. What so, was so, he charged with? I assume bike some theft. kind of theft. That information is not in the uh not in the story that I see. He was executed. Um <laughs> I mean, he, he admitted to it, so you know, there's not a whole yeah. lot. It's kind of an open and shut deal. Uh but apparently the around the country uh around japan people are, are taken with this guy's plight um, yeah. yeah i am i'm charmed this is outrageous yeah. criminal activity that's right <laughs> uh <laughs> so apparently there was another guy so the, the story ends here by saying maybe next time if he decides to make the trip again um he can use his own bike and team up with this man who once traveled between tokyo and hakone on bamboo stilts so i don't know that's about a some guy went 120 miles on bamboo See, stilts. That's a weirdo. I'm char- yeah, I'm charmed by a bike. Bamboo stilts, too whimsical for me. Not into yeah. it. It's like too... It's trying too hard. It's like, he wants you to I feel like know about it. The, the line, I feel like, is like this man on a stolen everyday bicycle. Even if we, we just modify it a little, it'd be too much for me. Like if he, did, if he did this trip on a tall bike, I'd be like, no, thumbs down. Get out of here. If he was on a penny farthing, you would not be into a fucking I would unicycle. Not be into it. Ugh. Get yeah. him out of here. Ugh. I'm really glad. I do feel like tall bikes kind of went away. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. That was they so were... obnoxious. That sucks. That was some that extremely really Portland shit, I feel like. That was yes, just really Absolutely. Yeah. Very Portland And you shit. had to, like, get on them like a goddamn circus monkey. You had to, like, get them <laughs> rolling and then, like, climb up. And it was just climb like. Climb up? What's the point? Oh my god! Yeah, it was like it's, oh, yeah, so you're it's, putting it's, on a show for everyone, I suppose. It's somebody who wants the attention of someone on stilts, but still has places to go. That's what it is. Yeah, like um, that's your mode of transportation is a tall bike. Come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Imagine you were like gonna go like on a bike date with somebody like. <laughs> Yeah, that's what their bike sounds yeah. like. Patty's nervously looking at his tall like... bike in the corner of his apartment. <laughs> his brand new tall bike. Imagine you make plans with somebody, like you you like set up a date, or you're like gonna hang out with people, and you're like, oh, let's go for a bike ride. Let's like bike to the beach, and the person shows up with a tall bike. I'm leaving. I'm just like, no, we're not doing this. I would only bike in places with a lot of low branches. I'd just be like, oh, <laughs> so sorry. Didn't expect you to be on a tall bike. Who would? No yeah. one expects that. No one can reasonably expect that. Mm. It's, it's. You have to like warn people when you meet them that you're a person that rides a tall bike. Just like, just so you know, I'm this type of asshole. Yeah. You should. You should be aware. I'm gonna mention the dog has stopped barking, and now it feels eerily silent, crushing silence yeah. without <laughs> the dog barking. <laughs> um, I, I I think he may have actually just stopped, but for a while he was um still barking but clearly was in another part of his house so like he was quieter barking for a little while but i think he may have actually finally stopped Mm. and i'm scared that by addressing it he will somehow know (laughs) and and come back he can sense the relief there's like relief molecules that dogs can smell that uh he's gonna start going wild again. (laughs) that he hates he they make him go crazy it's 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 yeah it's it's like a eerily quiet like we were watching the u.s open last night and like you can hear the planes flying over or if there's any there aren't as many planes but you can also hear um the subways like pulling into the station by over by arthur ash by and it's like 
super loud because they're all squeaky because you know what and like normally you don't hear that because there's like all you know mm-hmm. obviously and- obviously it's quiet when they're when they're you know about to serve and stuff but like the whole time now it's quiet so you just hear this extended like like for like you that's know really a minute straight yeah yeah that's Very weird. It's weird where do they play well it's it's in um it's in uh queens like over by ah. uh uh i guess that's flushing i think um like arthur ash stadium is and then there's a whole bunch of courts surrounding it but Mm -hmm. um it's like right off the subway um right and it's probably those like big raised subways and because in that part of queens like all the subways are above ground so it's like like, extremely loud it's off the seven so like um you just hear the seven train basically like you know slowly pulling into the station or whatever and it's just it's just very weird because there's nobody around yeah, you're gonna be watching tennis, and you're gonna hear that exact dog barking again. Still, yeah, just like I know his bark so well, I would recognize it anywhere. I think you would hear a, if there was a dog barking anywhere on the grounds. You would you would probably hear it. Like that's how <laughs> yeah. quiet it is. It's very strange. Well, it's crazy. It's like uh, one of the NFL players when they're about to start. He mentioned, I guess, like nobody had thought of it. He was like, "Yeah, with no noise, everyone's gonna be able to hear all of the plays." And yeah. like, and they had to figure it out. They're like, "Oh shit, right!" Like, because they just can't have the defense be like, the coach is like, "Run, you know, fucking Z left or whatever." And they're like, "All right, they're running Z left." Everyone's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I think they have to. That's pipe a problem. That's a problem with wrestling too, because when they wrestle, they have to talk to each other about what they're about to do. And I'm, I'm picking like, you up. <laughs> yeah, that's like what they, they say. To, that's what they say. Yeah, get I'm ready. To pick you up. I'm picking you up. Yep. And you you know you can just hear you can hear every time one of them just goes to like pick the other guy up. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's like a lot less uh, dramatic and heroic when it's just two guys being like, yeah, (laughs) a bunch of times. That's what I need to. I I would connect more to that. I want to hear a wrestler or or a boxer or something that makes a noise when he gets off the stool. That's what I want. I know there's no stools in wrestling. But I was I would love a boxer that as he's getting out the stool is like oh I'm like yes <laughs> my man you all your knees yeah. also hurt all the time hell yeah, yeah. They, they cut that out of the Rocky movies where he gets up in between the rounds and it's like, oh. like okay that's kind of okay right. maybe you should, I mean those right, guys are throw in the towel that's pretty <laughs> distressing those guys are like really sore all the time I like bet. they would be making those noises but that reminds me of um i a friend of mine uh if any of our listeners have watched me do the master pancake twitch streams at any point during quarantine uh master pancake member scott chester who is like i i think he's in his late 50s um a few years ago he was like my new year's resolution this year is to just be fit enough that i don't make noise sitting up standing up from a chair like that's all i want that's all the fitness I desire. I, I don't age. need to be. I don't need to like look nice. I just need to not go <laughs> getting <laughs> off of a chair, <laughs> out of a beanbag chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, like it made me feel really bad because Scott's like thirty years older than me, and I'm like, I do that. Like I have. He has an excuse of age. I have no excuse I think to it's like natural. have that much of a drama when I'm sitting up or st- like standing up or sitting down. Yeah, I went to one yeah, of those. Oh, sorry. You don't want to have to do like an aborted attempt like you're like all right hang on this time i'm gonna do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, know, I know all of a sudden i really don't need to uh use momentum like that's a problem <laughs> if i need to like wind myself up to get up that's an issue i slowly inflate a balloon that i've placed under my ass to get me out of my chair <laughs> yeah whatever works do we want to what were we talking about bikes yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> what are we talking about? Podcast? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh. Look, the dog threw me off my game. I'm I'm having a I'm having a real weird time yeah. over here. Well, we have one Uh-oh. news story remaining. I'll make up for it now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to number one. Let's do it. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Soup. <laughs> it's not soup. <laughs> it is not soup. <laughs> it is a story from uh, Echo, which I guess is some sort of newspaper. They're rebranding. And uh, here's the title: Vandals tear down letter from Liverpool Philharmonic Hall, signed in an idiotic attack. Which, first of all, stop editorializing. How about you yeah, just report what's that the news? Yeah, I come here to hear the facts. Yeah, this is you know it's not an opinion piece. How about you get your fucking bias a out dumb, of here? Stupid dope. Yeah. <laughs> And then they could go, they go, a horrified Hope Street Hotel guest woke to see Hall's distinctive sign was missing a letter. And um, I think what's gotten all these people in such a tizzy is that uh, you may be able to guess the the, the letters stolen from the Liverpool Harmonic uh, Hall, Liverpool Philharmonic Hall is the L from Liverpool, resulting in it simply reading... The final L. The final L. The second L. Liverpool. Devastating. Yeah. (laughs) Liverpool <laughs> crying wrecked uh, so it does indeed now say Liverpool and Liverpool please this is a serious story this is an idiotic attack as they said the children um, laughing sounds like a clown just got hurt that's like the only thing I can make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah blood is leaking his from his ears down. he's just uh <laughs> the only thing that can make children laugh like that is harm coming to yeah. a clown. So what movie is that? Is that Billy Madison where the clown falls down? There's like a sp- this is an actual thing that happens in a movie and everyone's laughing and then you see blood coming out of his ear. Yeah, that's Billy Madison. Yeah. Um, he just fell down and broke his leg and got a hemorrhage in his head, I believe, is how he describes the injury later <laughs> in the film. That's how he describes the incident. Um, yeah. So yeah, they, you know these people. The, the, the people, the person writing this story is guaranteed at like seven years old because they're so mad. They're so mad about. They're this. furious. They're like uh, they've been targeted by mindless vandals who caused damage to the historic venue sign in the middle of the night, which is usually when damage is caused. <laughs> Lucy Armfield, who is staying at the Hope Street Hotel, which faces the hall, said she heard the sound of drunken men shouting and laughing <laughs> in the street at about two a.m. <laughs> so good chance we know what they were up to. Um, but yeah, and then it says th- it wasn't until this morning that the 43-year-old noticed the damage that had been done to the sign in what she described as quote a horrible piece of mindless vandalism. Like, it's fine. They'll put it. Back. <laughs> I feel like the more they act like it's a huge deal, the funnier it is. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this is a real right. Danzig. I do not eat my own cum situation. <laughs> Just <laughs> exactly. stop talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, like, I feel like if they were just like, you know, nice one, guys, it would be like, who cares? But the fact that everyone is up and everyone in Liverpool is up in arms about this really makes it an excellent Just screaming, call the the prime minister. Just like (laughs) insane. (laughs) The bobbies, where are the bobbies? (laughs) Well, I believe this also resulted in a chase, which I can only imagine is like fully Benny Hill, like fast motion drunk guys running with the L as like right. a guy with a nightstick yeah. runs the after co- them the and then his are, pants the co- fall down. Well, that's they're, like, they're trying to take the L 
away when they've already taken the L metaphorically. Yes, that's, exactly. That's what's going on. I was imagining Look, even your just L investigating. has been taken in many ways. <laughs> I like so. imagining everything British cops do is involves the bobby stick. Like even investigating, it's just a group of them, like kind of like lightly hitting the sign, being like oh, blah 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. yeah. So you know, Lucy's being a real fucking herb. This is a horrible piece of mindless vandalism. The Liverpool Philharmonic Hall is a wonderful, iconic building with so much history. The arts industry is struggling so much during the pandemic, and to have this happen on top of all their financial struggles is terrible. Whatever. It's a I mean, they can afford letter. another L for the sign. Yeah. It'll be okay. You, 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 what you do is you use this and say, look, haha, very funny, but we just want to use this opportunity to bring attention to the fact that, you know, we need, you know, like that's yeah. that's how you do it. You don't yeah. say... You know, it's the end of the world or whatever. You, that, you know, you have a guy with a tuba <laughs> from the Philharmonic go up front and make fart sounds. Liverpool, very funny. And then you become rich. Yeah. Uh, make t-shirts of it. Sell them to uh, finance the rehabbing of the sign. Mm-hmm. I'd buy one. Yeah. And as as uh, Kath mentioned, this was these are like two stories where I guess there was the first story. They're like, the letter's gone. And then they found out that unrelated to a report of that, no one had reported it, but they, there was a chase uh, about five forty-five a.m., which yeah, on Monday uh, <laughs> there was. It was apparently uh, people reported out of a concern for safety of a man because they saw him on the ledge, which is like it's not super high up, but it's you know you could fuck yourself up off of it. And uh, then he took the letter, and they did indeed. Uh, they don't say their names, but uh, they. If you were wondering, they did chase someone holding a big L around <laughs> yeah. for a while. That nice. did happen. Nice. Yes. Man, I, I imagine that uh, going by your window. That would be excellent. Much better than uh, carpet snakes or whatever passing through your garden. Yeah. Just guy holding a giant L. I'm trying to get, by the way, I'm currently... Um, Do not go near the giant L. If the giant <laughs> L is in your garden, it is nine, nine times out of ten, it's just passing through. <laughs> I'm trying to get anagrams right now for uh, Liverpool Philharmonic to see what else they could have made. But um, I feel like all these internet anagram servers are really having trouble with that many letters. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's so. home doing this now. It's Normally true. when people are at work, they're blocked from these sites, yeah. so they don't have as much traffic. <laughs> it's true. Also, this feels <laughs> deeply British to me, is that they have sort of like a little, you know, like they basically have like a British version of sound off in the comments. But it's called "Have Your Say." <laughs> have your say, <laughs> and it's good. It very... Have your say. Should penalties like for vandalism like this be tougher? <laughs> make make a ruckus in the comics comments. You know, <laughs> like um, I do have some uh, some anagrams uh, that they could have made uh, with with this sign instead of just stealing the L if they wanted to. Um, I think. My favorite of the ones on the top are is uh, a chillier Rhino Loop MVP. They could have made the sign say that. Mm. Don't know why they didn't. What were they thinking? Yeah. Well, they're big heavy letters. Uh, a-, a Rhinoceri High Lolly MVP op could have done that one. Uh, a Chili Hill Vino Romp. Just I like the simplicity. A lot of, of options here. I like just adding a turd <laughs> thing into it. You know. Also, I, I'm surprised that this doesn't happen to signs all over Liverpool constantly. There's also, if you guys want to know the comments, there's some people that, that are they're taking their comedic spin on this. Peter Kelly says, this is such a strange joke. 
Just a case of needing a hearing test. His wife has asked him to go and get her some lettuce, but he thought she said, get some letters. Uh. Wow. That's a long way to go. Yes. Yeah. I, I, appreci- I appreciate the effort, though. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> and then... I just imagine, like, if you have a, if you have a business in Liverpool... You got to be nailing down the final L in Liverpool. Yeah, you got to super right? that. Like you got to really keep that secure. Yeah, like you don't have to Otherwise, it's your own you fault. You don't have to pay for an alarm on all the letters, but that one should have like a Indiana Jones switch. Like you just know. Yeah. It should be in a glass case, and if you break it, security yeah. comes. Also from the comments uh says, "What the L's going on?" That is a comment nice. from T-Boy. Who is very British, I guess. His name is just T-Boy. Tea like the drink? Yes. Like the famous hot drink? Yes. Okay, sure. He yeah. loves All it. All lowercase, T-Space-Boy. T-Boy. Please welcome our newest patron, T-Boy. T-boy. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a fucking like weird, like a joke of an English rapper. It's like, I'm T-Boy. It's like what right. the fuck? T T Boy is uh is the British two chains. That's his original name or whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then someone else says, "Flying Pig" says drug fueled nonsense. City center is full of it. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. They're gonna make it into another like this fucking Democrat city, Liverpool. Oh. It's a totally different country. <laughs> Just An like... anarchist jurisdiction. <laughs> exactly. They've taken over. Antifa has taken over Liverpool mm-hmm. and have renamed. Well, yeah. It. There's a guy right below this talking about their city's European capture of culture heritage squandered. So yeah, you're. That's oh pretty my much there. God. Yeah, pretty much. So God. Cool. Well, I hope uh, I hope these these uh, quote unquote mindless vandals got away without uh, too much punishment. I feel like I, I feel like if you if you gave everybody the entertainment not only of Liverpool but of watching you run away from the cops carrying a giant L, <laughs> you should not need to serve yeah. any time. Yeah, I mean in the UK they have senseless vandalism and. Uh, in uh in the u.s we have senseless killings so who's who's better you know it seems seems right. to me that <laughs> yeah in terms of senseless crimes mm. uh i think they should put more this is a this is less a senseless crime and more like it's senseless in the in the sense of nonsense they're just doing nonsense yeah right but is, it was actually very I, I calculated support. you know i think that they should put more value into whether a crime was funny or not i don't think they do enough i agree of that <laughs> should get a reduced sentence because it was pretty funny. I think that's yeah. fair. I think so. I think that's a criminal reform that we need. Yes. Shall we end this podcast? Shall we end? Yeah, let's do some... Have your shall say. We fuck, shall, we, shall we fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> Have your say. Um, yeah, so hey, uh, this is the show. And if you like uh, the show, there's more of the show available at uh, patreon.com slash whatatimepod. Uh, we got a bunch of... Uh, bonus episodes uh, over a hundred now. Uh, we got a live show video. We got a uh, Roadhouse movie, uh, movie commentary, and um, we got some goals coming up uh, at eleven hundred patrons. We're gonna have uh, Eli do a uh, live streamed art show, some of his uh, fantasy art from the old days. Yes, not and, from now. Um, when I was fourteen. From now. From yeah. Um, and uh, the stuff 12... for now, you have to wait until we get more patrons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then we'll right. do a critique of your current yeah. fantasy yes. art. Let's be very, let's be very clear. Eli is still uh, drawing fantasy art. Yes, that is, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> yes. and a lot of uh, dragons with abs. Good stuff. 
Uh, at twelve hundred patrons, we will uh, do the Death Nut Challenge, where we will eat a series of increasingly spicy nuts, and um, uh, uh, I guess you can watch us uh, in varying degrees of pain. So uh, definitely check that out um, when we get to that uh, level. Um, let's see, uh, Patreon.com/slash/WhatTheTimePod. Uh, T Public, there's a link in the description. Um, we have a bunch of shirts that are on sale. Uh, as well as other stuff. It's the shirts are like 13 bucks and everything else is on sale as well, I believe. Um, and uh, we have a brand new shirt that's uh, based on a Josh Gondelman and us riff uh, uh, that's kind of a Lovecraft meets uh, Massachusetts, basically, um, culture. And um, yeah, so that's that's a fun one. And we also have a new one coming. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be this weekend or not, but uh, keep an eye out for that. It may be something that people have requested uh, a lot for the past year or whatever, however long it's been. So a public link in the description. If you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. Um, if you uh, want to join the Discord, uh, there's the free channels, and then there's the private channels, which are uh, at the $10 level, uh, and there's a link to uh, the Discord in the description to join up. What a Time Pod on Twitter and Instagram. What a Time Podcast at Gmail. Uh, I am Patty Moe on the stuff, and I don't have anything to plug. I have uh, another podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal, which is a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. Uh, we have a we do one free episode a month and two Patreon only bonus episodes a month. We do have a Patreon goal right now. When we get to a thousand dollars a month on Patreon, we are gonna go weekly, so we'll have two free and two bonus episodes a month. So if you're interested in that, check it out: Patreon.com/slash Lie, Cheat, and Steal. Um, I'm Kath Barbadoro on everything, and I think that's it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, and I do Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash pig underscore dog, and uh, that's that's most of it. That's pretty much it. Not, a lot, not doing a lot. Yeah. And uh, thank you again to our sponsor, uh, Encounter Party. Uh, check that out. Um, and uh, we talked about that up top. Uh, it's... Uh, a fun show so uh, definitely check that out so uh, thank you to them again and uh, that's it and I think thank you for listening yeah oh yeah thank you as well thank you. Be rude. bye everybody bye bye